A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise, keep going, and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own version of success. Version of success. All right, we are getting into it. Let's talk about creating white space. So white space, if you're not familiar, is basically just free time in your calendar. I don't know about you, but I have been in a place where I have had no free time in my calendar and I would almost want to avoid looking at it because I just didn't want to see how back to back things were in my calendar. I definitely know that the busier my calendar is, the less happier I am. I know that for a fact. In this episode, I want to get into what it really looks like to be able to create white space in your calendar. I'm sitting here on a Friday morning recording this for you, and I have nothing on my calendar whatsoever except a brow appointment later. And same thing on Mondays, absolutely nothing on my calendar. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, there's meetings there, but they're sparse. I'm not back to back. I'm not skipping lunch. Things are very, very open. Does that mean I do nothing? No, I'm recording a podcast. I felt really inspired this morning to record this. And it actually means that I have this space to sit and do something like this without feeling really stretched. Like, oh my goodness, I've got to hop off this meeting, record a quick podcast, then jump into this. You know, that doesn't feel good generally on my nervous system, but also it doesn't mean that I'm putting out high quality content that I'm proud of. It means that I'm kind of just churning stuff out for the sake of churning stuff out which I'm sure if you've been there, it just doesn't feel good. It's just not how we want to be creating, showing up, serving. That's just not how we want to do life. One of the big misconceptions though about creating white space or having white space in your calendar is that it just is there. And having too much structure will mean that you don't have the white space. I actually have a very solid belief that if you let your time run free, you will never have free time. If you let your time run free, you'll never have free time. So I'm going to get into how I've been able to schedule my calendar and my rhythm in a way that gives me the free time and the white space that I really wanted. Before we dive in, I also really want to encourage you to sign up for this free live event that James Wedmore is hosting. So if you've been living under a rock, you might not know this, but we are teaming up with James Wedmore in the most epic way you can ever imagine. It's all coming. It's all happening. And he is actually hosting an event called Rise of the Digital CEO. You can sign up at bossbabe.com forward slash rise. This event is going to be absolutely phenomenal. And it's for you if you are wanting to create a business by design, if you are wanting to create a life by design. So instead of letting your business run you, or instead of starting every single month with zero sales and feeling like you have no idea what you're doing, this event is for you. Like I said, it's free. You're probably going to take more away from this than you have many online courses you've paid for. And the goal is for him to give you an entire roadmap to be able to really get your business off the ground or scale it in a way that feels good. So it's all about results without the sacrifice, which is possible. I really want you to know that it is possible. So that's bossbabe.com forward slash rise. You're crazy if you don't sign up for this because it's going to be an absolutely phenomenal event. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about white space. Let's first talk about some of the things that will have you being taken away from free time. So even if you find yourself with a free calendar, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have free time. 
what I mean by that is there might not be a meeting on your calendar, but if you're constantly putting out fires, you know, posting things at last minute, you know, looking at your Asana or your to-do list and seeing that it's never ending, that's not really white space. White space is space that is actually free that you get to really soak in and enjoy. It's curling up with a book and knowing you don't need to be anywhere else doing anything else. It's being able to sit and record a podcast, knowing that all you have to do is sit and record a podcast. It's not sitting here thinking, oh, if I take this one hour to do this, my to-do list is going to get even longer, or my Slack is going to build up with even more messages, or my email is going to be overflowing. That is not white space. I want to show you how to create white space in a way that when you have this free time, you really enjoy it and you actually are able to sit in it and soak it up because that is where being able to operate at peak performance and peak energy is going to come from. If you are constantly stretched, like constantly stretched, there's always this never ending to-do list running on in your brain. If you're constantly operating from that place, you are going to be exhausted Even if at the end of the day, you're like, I don't have a single meeting today and I don't fully know what I got done, but I am exhausted. That is a surefire way to burn out. And that's generally because you aren't working on the the needle movers in your company and you are not managing your to-dos in a a way that really supports your peace of mind. But in fact, your to-do list kind of running you. So let's talk about some of those things that you might be feeling if you haven't got the white space. You might be feeling like your business is not running like a machine. Like there's no rhythm to it. There's no systems, processes that are running where you know if you just continue doing, you know, your specific tasks, X, Y, Z every day, you know, the revenue you're going to hit, the profit you're going to make, you know exactly what everyone in your team is working towards. You know how much content is going out. Things are running like a machine. If that's not happening for you, you're probably going to find yourself in a place where you're like paddling underwater like crazy, like, oh my God, I cannot seem to catch my breath. That's because your business isn't running like a machine. And if that's the case, you need to start running it like a machine. You need to put an operating system in place in your business because you cannot scale a business like that. In fact, you'll really struggle, I think, to go beyond six figures running a business like that, running it kind of by the seat of your pants, I think is what they say, which kind of takes me to another part of this idea of having a system, having a machine. You need to have a sales system in place. You cannot be in a place where every single month you are starting from zero and you're wondering where your next sale is going to come from or going into a launch is very much like, I have no idea how this launch is going to go. I might make no sales. I might make a hundred sales. I won't know till I'm in it. That's just not a smart way to run a business. And it's not the way to run a business if you want peace of mind. If you want to be chronically burned out and exhausted and frustrated, continue running your business without a sales machine. If you want that peace of mind, if you want to start building your wealth, if you want to start building your team, if you really care about having an impact, you need to have a sales system in place. You need to start taking the guesswork out of your revenue. I don't know how you'd be able to run your business without guesswork, because how do you know if you can afford a certain hire? How do you know if you can invest in a certain program? How do you know if you can take time off this summer? you need to have that sales system in place. Those two things, by the way, James is going to dive into a lot in that event. I'm also going to keep sharing more stuff that will help you implement those things on this podcast. So it's all coming, but I want you to start thinking about this. Like really ask yourself the question, is my business running like a machine? 
Is my business running with a sales system in place? Am I actually knowing where my revenue is going to come from? Is my revenue actually consistent? Which also takes me to, if you have a team, one thing that will really stop you from having white space is having to chase people up, having to hold people accountable, having to jump in constantly because people aren't hitting their KPIs, having to rewrite content because they're just not hitting the mark. As I'm saying this, I'm sure so many of you are nodding along because you've been there or you are there. I've been there too. Again, that is not the way you want to run your business if you want peace of mind. We want A players on the team who are being led really effectively towards hitting their goals. So they need to be able to see your vision very crystallized in a way that they fully understand and that they can understand their contribution to this vision. They need to be able to see that. Then they also need really clear metrics and tasks or ways of getting there that they understand. If your business is running like a rhythm, you should be able to say to someone, okay, you're going to do X, Y, Z every single week. And your goal is to hit a thousand new followers. If you're telling them those three things is going to help them get there, then if they're just rinsing and repeat and really moving on that rhythm, they're going to be hitting those numbers. If those systems aren't in place, you're probably going to really struggle with your team. You're going to feel like no one can do it as good as you do. You might have moments where you're like, what am I paying everyone for? I'm just going to fire everyone and do it myself. It'd be so much easier. Newsflash, you know, that's probably not going to be the easiest way to go about things. If you have a team that is running on a rhythm and they're A players and they really care and they're dedicated and they see your vision, your business can run like a machine and things can be different. Okay. So those three things are all related to having a business that runs like a machine. You all know I like to keep things simple and streamlined, which was why I was really excited when Brevo started sponsoring our podcast. Brevo is the leading CRM suite designed to help you easily turn one-time browsers into long-term customers, which we love. Brevo gives you all the tools you need to attract, engage, and nurture customer relationships across email, SMS, chat, and more. It's honestly the perfect business growth tool. And today, more than 500,000 businesses across 180 industries, including Louis Vuitton, eBay, and Michelin, Trust Brevo's reliable technology in over 75 integrations to deliver unparalleled customer experience, reduce cost and drive sales all in one CRM suite. It's a no brainer if you're a marketer or have a sales team. And guess what? I've got an amazing offer. So you can get started with Brevo completely free by clicking our link below or going to brevo.com forward slash boss babe and using the promo code boss babe to save 50% on your first three months of the starter and business plan. Again, that's brevo.com com forward slash boss babe to sign up for free. I'm excited for you to dive in. Having a sales system in place, having people with very specific KPIs and tasks that help them get there. Those three things are going to be an absolute game changer. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass is one of my favorite self-development platforms. And I want to take a minute to talk about it because it's a place that I continue to refer back to every time I'm looking for inspiration and education. So if you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love it. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every single month. I recently enjoyed watching Anna DuVernay's class titled Reframe Your Thinking. She's an award-winning filmmaker and she walks you through how to reverse engineer a plan to defy your limits and reach the goal that you have in your vision. So not only does Masterclass have really tangible business development classes, 
but also includes classes in 10 other categories like food, woman lifestyle, music, wellness, design, so many more. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. Right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash bossbabe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash bossbabe. Masterclass.com slash bossbabe. This year, learn from the best to become the best with Masterclass. The theme of this year at Boss Babe is keeping things simple. 2024 is already off to an incredible start. Team Boss Babe is coming off a huge launch that felt so easy, so stress-free and honestly energizing, which says a lot. Quick backstory, last year we did a full platform audit of the subscriptions, platforms and products we were using to run everything behind the scenes and basically cancelled 75% of our subscriptions to go all in on one platform, Kajabi. Listen, you guys, when I tell you I did the research, I did the research. Kajabi is our podcast sponsor and one of the main reasons we had effortless checkouts and amazing customer experience during our most recent launch. The platform has everything you need to build a business online and allows for unlimited ways to diversify your revenue, build your brand, and turn your audience into paying customers. We actually used to have a custom membership platform. We moved all of our membership to Kajabi and it looks better and functions way easier than ever. We also used to have different platforms for things like landing pages, funnels, email campaigns, checkouts, you name it. And it is a breath of fresh air to have everything in one place in Kajabi. There's no need to have multiple platforms with zaps tying them all together. Instead, I really encourage you to go all in on one platform and I'm the biggest fan of Kajabi. They typically don't have extended free trials like this, but right now you can head to kajabi.com slash boss babe and get started with your free 30 day trial. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash boss babe for 30 days completely free to play in the platform and see if you love it just as much as we do. That's kajabi.com slash boss babe. So that's kind of the tangible inside your business stuff. Let's also talk about some of the mindset stuff. I have chatted to a lot of entrepreneurs who have let's call them incongruent beliefs. So I was just chatting to an entrepreneur who told me, you know, clients are fine. I'm turning down clients all the time, but my revenue is just not where it needs to be. And she didn't say it like that. She kind of was telling me she was turning clients down. Clients weren't an issue for her. And then I said to her, okay, so how consistent is your revenue? And she was like, well, you know, it's not that consistent. And I'm like, wait, I'm confused because you said you have these clients coming to you that you're turning down, but you're not making enough revenue. And that's how I was able to really understand she had an incongruent belief. What we are able to do as coaches is often dig into certain breadcrumbs that people leave us. So she was saying multiple things and I kept writing down loads of words as she was talking and I'm kind of matching them up and I'm like, okay, that's an A belief. That's a B belief. A and B beliefs being that they kind of contradict each other. So I'm matching them up and I'm like, wait, you have very incongruent beliefs here. We need to get to the bottom of this because that is having one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. And I hate to tell you, but you are not going to get where you want to go if you have one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas. So on the gas, she's like, you know, I'm turning clients down. We have so much demand. The brake is, but I'm not making enough revenue. So I was digging into that. I was like, how are you not making enough revenue if you've got all these clients coming to you? 
oh, well, I feel like all my clients kind of come at once and then I can't handle that many clients. So I have to turn them down. And then it feels like things really dry up and I'm not getting clients. And so we zoomed out and I was thinking, okay, so probably you're getting all these clients when you do a push. Yes, that's correct. And then you get so busy working in the business and delivering for these clients that you don't push at all and all of your clients dry up. I was like, yes, that's exactly that. Okay, great. We can solve that by putting a system in place. We can solve that by putting a system in place. That means clients are coming to you very consistently month after month. You've got a wait list. You're probably increasing your prices. That is being able to build a really great business that gives you a lot of freedom because you can decide how many clients you're going to take on, how much you're going to earn, how much you're going to work, and you can predict it. Okay, for the next six months, I know exactly what my business looks like. For the next 12 months, I know exactly what my business looks like. But if you have incongruent beliefs, you are constantly going to have one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas. Another way that I see people have one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas is let's say, for example, they're running a business, but they have a desire, like they're doing one-to-one consulting, but they have a desire to have a course. So they're delivering this coaching or or consulting for clients one-to-one, but really spending majority of their time looking at the grass is greener in someone else's business and trying to create a course. They take their foot away from the gas pedal on that one-to-one, the revenue dries up, they have a course that they're starting to launch, but haven't built an audience for, and they're kind of back to square one. So they start bringing on clients, they get so swamped, they cannot then create the course they were wanting to create. Again, it all comes down to incongruent beliefs. So what I really want you to do as you're listening to this is really think about where you might have incongruent beliefs. You might say, you know, I want to have a 500K business and work 20 hours a week. But then the other belief you might have is to make 500K, I'm going to be absolutely burned out and exhausted. Well, yeah, if you're telling yourself those two things, you're not going to get where you want to go because you don't even believe it's possible. And you're already giving me all of the reasons it's not possible. And if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them, right? So I want you to really start identifying where you might have those beliefs. It might be, you know, I want to be delegating out a lot of the work that's coming my way because it's going to free me up to work on the business. Okay, great. And I feel like no one can do it like I can do it. Okay, great. We've just been able to look at that incongruent belief. You're going to have many of those. We really want you to take a look at those at the root and decide which belief you're going to go all in with because you really can't have both. Having both is going to keep you stuck. So I want you to write them all out. Maybe write down all of the things you want and then write down what your beliefs about them are. Whenever we do money mindset work, we often say to people, okay, you want to earn a million dollars. Okay, great. What do you think about people that earn a million dollars? What's your experience being with people that earn a million dollars? What does earning that number mean to you? How would you feel earning that number? And when we start to ask those nine levels, those nine levels of questions, a lot of stuff comes up and people have their own breakthrough moment where they realize, wait, the only person that's been keeping me stuck is me because I realize why, you know, outwardly I've been working towards this thing, but my inner belief system is completely off kilter. And if your inner belief system is off kilter, think about it as your compass. You can have this big North star that you're telling your team, you're telling your friends, your partner, But if your inner compass, which is these beliefs, is off kilter, you know, north is not pointing north, then you're probably not going to get to north, right? You can hire the best mentors, you can hire the best A players, you can put all these systems in place. But if north is not aligning with north, you're not going to get north. 
I also see a belief that some people think that boundaries are the things that's going to help them to create white space. You know, I don't have white space because people just keep bugging me all the time or my phone's always blowing up or, you know, I'm expected to work outside of X hours. Boundaries are not the things that's going to create white space for you. If you feel like boundaries are an issue for you, that's a whole separate conversation. But if you are running things like a machine, your boundaries don't need to be as strict because if you've got a real rhythm to your life, which we're going to get into, I'll share mine, your boundaries really don't need to be as strict as you probably think that they do. And then finally, you know, if you're working on the right things when you're working, then you get to take time off and not be working when you're not working. And what I mean by that is there might be times that you're not working, but in your head, you're still working because you might not be where you want to be. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to put a podcast on. I'm going to go out for a walk. But on that entire walk, you're stuck in this loop in your head around, well, I need to adjust this. I need to let that person go. That person's really frustrating me. Why is my team not being creative? I'm really not going to make a profit this month. What does next month look like? Am I going to take any time off this summer? If your mind is running loops like that constantly, I'm here to break it to you, but that is not you not working. But if you are focusing on the needle movers when you're actually at work, if you're focusing on the things that are going to move your business forward to that North Star that you've got in your mind, in the vision, then when you take time off, you're going to have a lot more peace of mind. For me, it's less of having strict boundaries, but I have more of a rhythm to my life. So I generally don't open my laptop till probably 10.30 a.m. And it's always closed by around 4.30 p.m. In between that, you know, my days are very flowy, but I just, it's very symbolic for me opening my laptop, closing my laptop. Those are kind of how I bookend my days. I can tell you, you know, when I'm sitting with Noemi in her playroom in the morning, I'm not running circles in my head about, do you think my team will have done this? What's this thing that's going to go out? Are we going to be hitting our numbers? I'm not in that thought loop because when I'm at work, I'm making sure things are running rhythmically. And I know if I keep the rhythm going, the goals are hit. The goals are taken care of. Accountability is happening. People are doing it for themselves. They're holding themselves accountable. Again, when I close my laptop at the end of the day, I'm really satisfied with what I got done and where things are at. My head isn't scrambled. I haven't got this to-do list that, you know, the magic to-do list, like you cross something off and something else pops up, kind of like whack-a-mole. You're like whacking things down and more pop up and you're like, I cannot deal with this. That is not a place to bookend your day on. Whacking down these moles all day and then, you know, you close your laptop and more pops up. It's popping up on your phone. You've got messages, WhatsApp, DMs, all of this. That is not the way to run your business for peace of mind. So you really get to change how you're doing this. I'm so used to hearing people tell me an incongruency, which is my schedule is completely booked, but my business isn't growing. I'm so stressed. I just don't have the time to get everything done. As I'm saying those things out loud, you're probably able to really hear where those are incongruent beliefs. Because if you were booked and busy, your business should be growing or would be growing. You know, if you are completely stressed, we would call it being really stretched, then you probably need to make a few changes, but it shouldn't mean that your business is tanking. If you feel like you do not have enough time to get everything done, I'm going to go ahead and guess that 80% of that stuff 
doesn't actually need to get done or isn't bringing results in. It might be these things that you're doing because you think you should be doing them, but actually it's bringing you none of the results. Me and James were talking on the society call a couple of weeks ago about, you know, entrepreneurs spend 20% of their time on things that generate 80% of their revenue. And the two of us were like, that number's probably different. Like it's probably they spend 10% of their time on the things that generate 80 to 90% of the revenue in their business. Everything else is probably that ongoing to-do list that you think is supporting your growth. And actually it's just making you feel really stressed and really stretched. And the goal when you're creating white space is to let go of majority of that stuff that actually isn't moving the needle in your business at all. So switching gears into what can you do about it? Because we've talked about a lot of the issues you might be having right now. And the reason that I want to frame it with all of that first is to say, this is so completely normal. The way that you are feeling is so completely normal. The way that your business is running is so completely normal. I do not want you entering into a shame spiral feeling like I am doing such a terrible job. My business is worse than anyone else's. The grass is definitely greener everywhere else. That's not the case. The only reason I can speak to this is because I have been there many, many, many times, more times than I'd like to admit. So Firstly, I want to make sure you are not in a shame spiral about this. I really want to make sure that as you're hearing this, your inner narrative is, okay, the great thing is I get to do things a different way. I don't need to continue running my business like this. I don't need to continue running my life like this. I do not need to be sacrificing my health to be successful. And so let's let go of the shame. Let's let go of the idea that everyone's business is so much cleaner and more successful. Everyone's grass is greener because that's just not the case. And what we get to do is have an awareness that some things really get to change and that they can change and then start to actually implement that change. So that's where we're at right now is let's go into talking about what you can do. So what I first want you to do is create a schedule from a place of your magic wand what if vision. Because if I was to ask you to create a schedule based on how things look for you right now, that schedule would probably not be the most spacious, motivating, you know, ideal schedule. And so I want you with a blank piece of paper to kind of be like, okay, if I was starting from scratch, you know, if I had nothing on my plate, if that to-do list wasn't as long as it was, how would my schedule look? How would my rhythm look Monday to Sunday? And the place that you'll start is really thinking about themes for each day. Okay, Mondays, I want that to be my personal development day. Tuesdays, I want that to be my content creation days. Wednesdays, I want those to be my meeting days. Thursdays, I want those to be the days that I'm on other people's podcasts. Fridays, I want that to be the day that I go and do self-care. Saturday is going to be with my family. Sunday is when I'm going to be meal prepping, cleaning, all the things. That's an example of how you'll start this. So you'll have a blank sheet of paper and you'll start to really theme your days. And then you'll think about, okay, if this is how I want the themes to look, what am I going to be doing on a consistent rhythmic basis that's going to be helping me to hit my goals? If your goal is, I know I need to book 10 sales calls a week to hit my revenue goal. How can you block the activity that's going to help you hit that goal into your weekly rhythm so that you know the sales calls are taken care of. How can you block that in? Or if you know, I want to release one podcast episode a week, how can you block that in? 
If you want to be on two people's podcasts a week, how can you block that in? And so you start to build a rhythm based on where you want to go, what results you want to have, not based on what demands are coming into you right now, how many people are asking you for things right now, what your team is delegating to you right now. That is not going to get you to where you want to go. If you want to level up as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, you need to start living in the way that that next level you would be living. In the last episodes, we were hearing James talk about going from 2 million to 10 million. The biggest thing that shifted for him was he started thinking like an eight-figure entrepreneur. And one of the biggest things was his schedule started reflecting that of an eight-figure entrepreneur. What would an eight-figure entrepreneur be working on? Would she be going through and, you know, correcting spelling mistakes in that Canva template? Probably not. Would she be answering every single customer email that comes in herself? Probably not. Would she be living by her to-do list every day, feeling like it's just this never-ending list of tasks? Probably not. What would she be doing? What would she be working on? What kind of high-level tasks are actually going to be contributing to that goal? Now, if you're doing this and you're finding that there's so many things that need to get done, I'm going to ask you to get in the mindset of simplifying to amplify. I want you to really audit where you are spending your time right now and what it actually contributes to. So you'll do a full audit of where you're spending your time and then maybe you color code it based on your goals. So this goal is grow the podcast. This goal is revenue. Start to like highlight it and color code it. And say you, you know, do a list of 20 things that you do on a weekly basis. You might find that four of those things actually contribute to your goals and the other 16 loosely correlate, but you're not hundred percent sure that's actually bringing in results. I want you to let them go. Really have a conversation with yourself about, do these things actually need to be done? If they do, great, let's delegate them out. Or if they don't, can we just let go of them? Can we just give ourselves permission to fully let go of them? That is where you'll really be able to tap into that peak energy state, that peak focus state, when you're just letting so much of that mess go. This is really how we're able to start thinking about having a full life reset. We're resetting what our schedule, our rhythm, and our to-do list looks like. We're no longer saying yes to things out of obligation. We're no longer doing something just because we've been doing it for the past three years and we think, well, I probably should keep doing this right. No, we're no longer going to be doing the work for B players if they're not willing to level up and become A players and you're doing your work to be an A player leader, then perhaps they're not the right people for you. When we're ready to start resetting how we do things, there's going to be a call for you to make some really uncomfortable decisions, to start really simplifying in order to amplify your results, to maybe let that program go that really is bringing in 5% of your revenue, but it's taking up 50% of your time. Maybe it's taking a pause on doing your podcast because you're doing a podcast, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and you're kind of putting out content that at this point you're just not even proud of. Maybe it's time to hit pause and to focus on, okay, if if my real goal is revenue, I'm going to dedicate the next six months to that. So that's really how I want you to be thinking about starting to create white space. And I want you, as you create this schedule and this rhythm, I want you to put white space blocks into your calendar. This is the time that people cannot book meetings with you. 
This is a time that you will not be checking your emails and Asana and Slack. This is the time that you will have free and your mind will be free during it. And so don't schedule this white space at a time in your week where you know things are really chaotic. Really think about, okay, if I do want those three hours to myself to go on a walk, to read a book, to really enjoy my lunch, to take myself out on a date, if I really want that, when would that look best in my calendar and what's it going to take to get there? So again, it might call for you to make some really uncomfortable decisions, but I know that you can get there. I hope this episode has been helpful. Again, if you do want some support in creating that machine, that sales system, those repeating tasks that are going to help you get results. If you want some support in creating that, make sure you sign up bossway.com forward slash rise. That will be probably the best way that you can get like a full education on it and be able to execute this really, really quickly. That's probably the best place to do it. I'm also, like I said, going to keep creating content around this because I know it's really resonating. Hopefully today has given you some good food for thought. And yeah, once you've signed up for that event, DM me the word freedom and I'm going to get you on the wait list because there's so much more coming and it means that I can just DM you directly when that stuff is coming. So I hope this was helpful. Let me know what you think. Come connect with me on Instagram at I am Natalie and I'll see you next time. Okay, you know me, I am the biggest believer in investing in my education and growth as a business owner. And since you're listening to the podcast, I know you're the same. So I need to tell you about a brand new, totally free training that James Wedmore is hosting. It's called Rise of the Digital CEO, and it's a live three-day digital workshop designed to show you exactly how to create a successful, scalable, and highly aligned business in 2023. The entire Boss Babe team is attending and we're going to be learning the cutting edge strategies, processes and tactics to double down on our growth this year. And I would really love to have you there with us. It's going to be an absolute game changer. So if you are ready to take your business to a whole new level, reserve your spot by sending me at IamNatalie a DM on Instagram with the word CEO and I'll send you all the information you need. That's at IamNatalie. DM me the word CEO and I'll send you all the information that you need.